I'm back. It's been a while, but I am back. So welcome to episode five of Braze Notes. In this episode, I share about my partner visiting me in my little old house in the hills and just some of the events that were leading up to it. I guess it will also explain my silence. And I hope that I could also end the episode with a little bit of a reflection of how I've been since he left um, and a few other things. So I guess here is episode five, When Love Visits. It's been a month, one day and nine hours since my last episode, but who's counting, am I right? (laughs) I started this podcast with the goal of releasing an episode every week, so I am three episodes behind based off of those ambitions, but I genuinely believe I needed that time off because so much was happening in those weeks. I experienced the grief of two mother figures seven days apart. And I think emotionally, those were two very hard weeks. One of them was my best friend's mom, an angel in human form, absolutely. I remember waking up that Sunday morning to missed calls from my best friend and a message from my other best friend that broke my heart. I took a long hike that morning with so much heaviness in my spirit and a prayer in my heart. So you know that it was such an emotional week. Then, the next Sunday morning, I got a call from my little sister that my beautiful aunt had transitioned. She was my mother's last surviving sister, and just in general, my mother's last surviving sibling. And honestly, it shattered me because I lost my aunt, my family, you know, a constant throughout my entire life. And like me, my mom lost a sister. So... It hurt me even more to imagine what she must have been feeling because I also kind of have an experience of what it could possibly be like to lose a sibling. So I guess I was scared for what the next Sunday would bring with it, seeing that, you know, two Sundays in a row, that was the type of news I was receiving, especially being so far away. So I guess I really couldn't get myself to recording. My cup ran dry. The week that followed, Mr. Wasti was set to visit me. So I started to prepare my mind and my heart to be present and my home and just to calm down too because I needed it still, no? I, I needed to still feel the parts of me grieving and, you know, the parts that give me balance, both very necessary to maintaining my sanity. I would like to start with a bit of background on my relationship leading to this moment. I've been with my partner for almost two years now and since we started out we have been inseparable my mother once jokingly said to me a few days before traveling and i think she was trying to talk about how um how i would have to then manage long distance because him and i behaved like conjoined twins i haven't been in a proper long distance relationship before especially countries apart and during a pandemic obviously um, and I, and the same was also for him. Like he hadn't been in a long distance relationship um, before. So it was quite nerve wracking to think of, I believe, for both of us. Because, I mean, I saw this person almost every day. We had work lunches together a few days each week. <laughs> we actually spent 20 minutes of those lunch breaks going to that 5D cinema at Ispak Mall, which 
which sadly closed down. I blame it on capitalism. I blame everything on capitalism. We were supposed to finish the whole, I don't know if it's like episodes or experiences, I really don't know what they call them, but we were supposed to do that whole thing. And we only did like half of the different um, little experiences or episodes. I'll call them episodes. We only did four episodes out of like eight. So it was quite disappointing to know that it had actually closed down. He's the one who told me about it closing down. But anyway, my point is we spent a lot of time together. Our love was only ever exposed um, to conditions where we were always together, right? And the only time I think where we were, were actually apart was when I traveled for work. And even then, the longest I think we were ever apart for was like three weeks. So now we hadn't seen each other in three months. Three whole months. Maybe it was even three months and some days. Like that's an entire school term. Three months. Anyway, the days leading to his visit were mad. It just felt like there were so many obstacles in our way, from the flight logistics to the third wave of COVID. I would like wake up each day selfishly hoping that Zambia didn't close its borders. But like we had been planning this visit since the day we hugged goodbye at the airport. So we needed this. I especially needed this. It had been such a long year. He flew in through Dar es Salaam and needed to spend a night there. <laughs> like, it's ridiculously hard to get to Arusha these days. There are like no direct flights here and very limited options. So it actually really, really, really meant a lot to me that he was willing to go through the hustle of taking another COVID test at the airport in Dar. But anyway, we had very limited time together, a week to be exact. So. I decided that I was going to meet him in Dar so that we don't waste any of the days that we had. Wrong. <laughs> his flight got delayed by like five hours or so. So instead of him arriving at 7 p.m., he arrived after midnight. Meanwhile, I arrived at, I think that was 4 p.m.-ish. Yeah, so fast forward, we got to Arusha and he got to meet my friend and got to see my house. And he also got the opportunity to experience the soothing sounds of the river by my patio. It was really, really nice. We spent most of our time drinking, snuggled up, watching Stargate. So Stargate is an old TV show from the 90s about some American space program that would use a Stargate to quote-unquote visit other worlds. Honestly, like while we're on this topic... I really don't like this talk of exploring space for the purpose of housing human life. It just it just gives off major colonialist vibes. Like, if we kill the earth and die, let it be a lesson to others. Just let it be. Why is human life more precious than that of other planets? Even if it's just a bunch of rocks that is there. Like, I, I, I digress. I'm, I'm just not going to touch on that yet. So anyway, we also spent a few of our nights away from my house to a cabin that was out of Arusha town. And we spent some time there riding horses, playing Scrabble by the fireplace, and listening to a lot of Kano and Dexter Daps. It was just what I needed at the time. Two days before he was set to travel, he changed his flight and extended his stay for another week, and we spent more time together. It was really nice. The nights were warmer, the house was louder, it just 
wasn't me anymore and i think that was perfect it was just what i needed having this other energy in my space this other presence just knowing that he's right next to me and knowing he's here and not far away was really lovely to experience the last time i had guests over was when my mom and my sister had visited me three months prior to that and that was also such a lovely experience so i was feeling really blessed to be in that space and to have to experience that again i actually hoped that while he was here we would record something together for the pod but in retrospect i i am glad we spent our time having deep conversations and burning one of our cakes otherwise how would i have known my smoke alarm works like it was so loud you know we were actually in the bedroom watching stargate and i actually noticed like i could i could smell something and he could smell something but for some reason i totally forgot that i had left like cake in the oven so anyway we we it was totaled proper burnt crisp we had to leave the baking tin outside for the night that's how bad it was anyway um i did however record parts of a very interesting conversation that we had with him about the tanzanian education curriculum and how language plays a subtle but yet calculated role in conquests and colonialism very interesting stuff ladies and gentlemen topics approved by the gods of love <laughs> so anyway the days before he left were pretty hard i would get up in the morning feeling sad about him having to leave but we agreed we wouldn't focus on that but instead we would stay a little bit more appreciative of the present after all it is a gift that's why it is called the present <laughs> if i was a motivational speaker mm. when i told him the topic for this episode he jokingly reminded me of how he cooked and cleaned while here so this one's for you babe <laughs> but on the real though it was such a breath of fresh air having my person around after three months it felt like we never were apart but we also felt the absence too if that makes sense it was as though we were picking up from where we left but at the same time it was as though we were building on what we nurtured with each other those three months what has it been like now that he left hmm. my home feels different it feels more familiar than mysterious it feels temporary for some reason yet mine it hasn't been a week since he's left so I'm also giving myself time to just adjust to my reality and I guess I need to get back to enjoying time with myself again because I got used to being held while I slept and seeing my dining table as a place where I have meals with someone as opposed to a work desk and it's normal. I remind myself of how normal it is to gel with someone else's energy and feel a shift when that energy isn't present. I am choosing to be patient with myself and I know I will find that balance again. I just know it. And it's not a bad thing. It's just human. My notes for this episode. I have two notes for this episode. My first note is that sometimes long distance is an opportunity for your love to experience different conditions. 
Sometimes you need to learn how to love someone from afar, to learn how to just nurture patterns and habits that may not have been relevant with close proximity. I mean, after all, <laughs> what is companionship if not an opportunity to learn love with someone else? It sucks for sure, <laughs> damn right, but I'm grateful. You know, I'm grateful that we are learning to love each other from afar. And this may actually not even be our last time being physically apart. So how blessed are we to get to experience how to navigate love in a different way? So that's my first note. My second note is um, it's okay to feel an emptiness or a shift in energy when someone goes away from your space. But it is even better to be aware of this shift so that you can guide the feelings in a healthy way to, to be able to find your balance once again. And I think that's super important to constantly remember the love that you give back to yourself and the empathy that you give back to yourself because who else is going to give you that love at that level if not you? So being able to still um, feel that emptiness because somebody has left, but at the same time, knowing that you're not alone because you have yourself and that you're also interesting in yourself and you're also worthy of attention and you're worthy of your own attention from yourself, but also just being quite deliberate about that aspect of your life. So I also just want to say thank you for spending your time listening to this lived experience of mine. Until next time.